0: Welcome to Up with the White and Gold. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York from Impact Media. John couldn't join us this week. He will hopefully be back next week. He had something he needed to take care of, and uh, everything is good. Uh, we'll miss him a little bit on the show, but we got a lot to talk about. Up with the White and Gold is the Impact Media weekly venture into the world of Georgia Tech football. They have a lot of really, really good stuff going on. But before we get into that, if you would like to find us here on the show, you can send us an email at 3 enzone at gmail.com. That is 3-E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. On Facebook, you can search for us, either Up With The White and Gold, Impact Media, John Watts, Jeremy York. Any of that should find us. Um, if you are on Twitter, at Team Impact Media, we'll have all the show links, just the show links. If you are so inclined to, if you are so inclined to follow us on there, on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find me at the Impact Ninety Nine. And you can find John if it'll pull up. There it is. On Twitter, he is at GATechJohn, that's J-O-N, no H, no reason to have the H in there. And uh, he's actually an interesting follow. He doesn't think he is, but he is. Now, oh, also you can find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Podcast One, Spotify, and the iTunes Store. If there is a place you regularly find a podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know. We will change that where you will find us the very next time. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We know they gave Clemson everything Clemson could handle and come up a little short. Well, in week number one, they got Western Carolina University. WCU, man, they they can bring it. They can bring it easy. Now, I actually have John's notes. He sent them to me so that I could use them on the show, because I do want you guys to hear what he had to say. He had uh, comments about each drive for each team. We will go through those uh, here in a minute. I will go through my notes as well. Of course, Georgia Tech does get the victory over Western Carolina, the Catamounts, 35-17. to And that doesn't sound like a close game, but my goodness, was it a close game. Um... It was a little sloppy early, a little sloppy play by Georgia Tech. Um, they seemed to wake up after the West Carolina touchdown, the basket catch that was uh, fantastic, the two scoring drives early that Western Carolina had. Very, very impressive. But, but it seemed to, the second one I believe is what it was, seemed to wake up the Yellow Jackets. And uh, if you've ever stirred up a nest of, of Yellow Jackets, doesn't usually go well after that. Uh, for the, the people that stirred them up. Uh, the following drive was absolutely fantastic after that basket catch. They mixed the runs, the passes all around, and uh, the quarterback keeper just uh, it it showcased what this team can do when they're rolling on all cylinders. Uh, they created turnovers early and often, which definitely led to better field position and easier scores. Uh, now, there was defensive gaps that created easy touchdowns for Western Carolina. Some that, that they just basically walked into the end zone that uh, they it just it shouldn't. It, it, little mishaps here and there. Those things happen. You can clean those up. Uh, they did utilize their speed on the outside, and they did have the speed advantage. And I think in a lot of matchups, including Clemson, I believe they had the speed matchup. Uh, the Catamount's quarterback was finding room to run. It was giving them fits. A lot of that room was right up the middle. And let's see, he ended up, he only ended up with 38 yards, and he actually only played three quarters as he was injured. And they brought in uh, their backup, of course, I'm talking about. Carlos Davis is their starter, and they were able to bring in Uh, Cole Gonzalez, who was actually not that bad. Davis was 18 for 27 for 233 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. One of those was his fault. The other one was just good play. Gonzalez was 6 for 8 for 38 yards and an interception. That was on him. Their top rushers were Reed and Davis, who had 47 and 38 yards apiece. Yep, kept them completely under control. Uh, their leading receiver was Reed coming out of the backfield. Four catches for 65 yards. The passing touchdowns they had went to Horn and Keegley. And a couple uh, Horn and Bellinger had 40 plus yards receiving. Uh, Jones had 38. Uh, the Gonzalez fumble, it didn't help to have two turnovers for him. Uh, defensively, they, they had some tackles for a loss. They were doing some good things. I, I give them credit for that. They did have the interception uh, by Gattison. Uh McCollum for them, their kicker, uh, he's pretty good. He went two for two had an uh, extra point as well. Or no, he went one for one on field goals and two extra points. He kicked a 44-yarder. It was a good kick. I definitely give him credit there. Western Carolina goes to one and one. Georgia Tech goes to one and one as well. Uh, And let me get to John's notes, because they're way better than mine, as I expected. All right. In Western Carolina's first drive, Georgia Tech brings the pressure, but they were leaving receivers open. That led to the first Catamounts touchdown. First Georgia Tech drive pass accuracy consistency. Uh, it was a near interception, but it was uh, too far for the receiver. Uh, then they get the big play. Sims, the quarterback, was great on his keeper run uh, and running through the tackles. They score there, tie it up at seven. Back to Western Carolina. It was called an interception, then it was overturned. By the way, it was a good call. Uh, Georgia Tech continued to bring the pressure, that they were leaving receivers open, and that was that basket catch I was talking about that led to 14 to seven catamounts. Tech up next, the beautiful 51 yard touchdown run. He just he was running like people were chasing him. It was crazy. This ties it up at 14. Uh, Catamounts, they had the holding penalty called on them that led to the sack, beautiful sack, by Georgia Tech and great return on punt. Georgia Tech's drive stalls out as there was a sack by Western Carolina on them. That led to, his notes, by the way, are fantastic. Um, so we get 14-14 going into the second quarter. Georgia Tech ends up having to punt. It was downed on the two. Western Carolina had a really uh, was really executing on screen passes, the same way they were able to find a uh, running room up the middle. The screen passes were – Georgia Tech was expecting something different, it looked like. Uh, Georgia Tech called for a pass interference. Debatable, but it, it could be. And then that led to another interception. George Tech takes over the ball there. They get great blocking. They do the end around for a 40-yard touchdown run. They are up 21-14 to 14 at this juncture. The Catamounts get the roughing the passer call. It was a face mask grab. It happens. Uh, also, the Catamounts were giving great protection. They get the offensive pass interference. Yeah, I agree with him. He said not sure it was pass interference, but it was called. I agree with that. I didn't think it was. Uh, that led and that led to a punt with a great return from Georgia Tech, who on their ensuing drive ends up pawing the football as well. Uh, on Western Carolina's next drive, you get the big interception. Western Carolina quarterback was actually called for a face mask as well. He, that, yeah, it was it was definitely him. Uh, that led to That led to Georgia Tech had a great drive. They go ahead 28-14, to 14, which is what it was at the half. Uh, Western Carolina tries to throw the ball twice. It, the guy threw it the first time. It was batted back to him. He tried to throw it a second time. Unfortunately, you cannot do that in the game of American football. Uh, but a good try. Hey, why not? It led to the third quarter. The return of Charlie Thomas, which just led to a massive play. Uh, Catamounts have an elusive quarterback, but a uh, bad snap was recovered by Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has uh, throws an interception on the first play. Might as well get it out of the way, right? Uh, in the ensuing Catamounts drive, there were two sacks on their quarterback, one eventually led to him leaving the game. Georgia Tech takes over. They get great run on the drive. They go up thirty-five to fourteen. Western Carolina area, as their quarterback gets hurt. Uh, it is thirty-five to seventeen Georgia Tech as uh, they end up c- catching the field goal that forty-four yarder I told you about. Georgia Tech ends up punting. The catamounts throw an interception. That is caught by Charlie Thomas, one of the defensive standouts for this team. And uh, Georgia Tech misses a field goal. Hopefully not back to those days. And uh, pretty much for the rest of the game, they just kind of trade punts from here on out. Leads to the Georgia Tech victory, 35-17. I, really, I should print his notes. They're fantastic. Uh, some stats on the day. For Georgia Tech, you got Sims, who was 8-for-17 for for 100 yards and the interception. Oddly enough, he didn't throw for a touchdown, but it's because they got 5 on the ground. Uh, McCollum and McDuffie both get rushing touchdowns. And the other 3 belong to Dante Smith, who had himself a day. 11 carries for 102 yards. And uh, the hat trick, basically... Uh, great there. It was good to have a hundred yard rusher. Uh, Sims ran for 48 on his own. McCollum at 47. McDuffie had 25 and Hall actually chipped in 21. They kept getting good field position because of the turnover battles they were winning and, uh, from their special teams, which is a big deal. Uh, As I said, kind of spread the ball a little bit on offense. It seems like they're still relying on the run a lot, which there is nothing wrong with. At least it's not the triple option. But overall, good, solid offensive game and game plan for Jeff Collins and the Georgia Tech offense. Talk a little about the defense. They ended up with four total sacks. Um, Moore had one. White had one, Thomas, and uh, Ellie had one in that one, uh, with Ellie and Thomas being the Tackle Monsters. Uh, The interceptions were by Charlie Thomas, Miles Sims, and Derek Allen with uh, Charlie Thomas actually returning his 28 yards. Sims got a yard on his. Um, Then, actually, Hall was doing a good job. He had three kick returns for 67 yards. His longest was a 28-yarder. McCollum was doing the punt returns. He had two punt returns for 43 yards. His longest was a 29. Those are not bad. Uh, Kelly. We talk about Kelly. He missed the field goal he went for It's okay. It happens. And uh, he hit his five extra points. We accounted for five of those points there. And uh, Shanahan was the punter. He had five for 215. That is a 43-yard average. He had two of them down inside the 20. Overall, great day. Uh, Very much, I do think this game showed what... What this team is capable of, it showed that when things are when things are moving in the right direction, that or when everything's on all cylinders, as I was saying, that this team can do some damage. I think they were not that just just a couple clicks away from doing that versus Clemson. Uh, good to get a game and get a win and get everything rolling. And uh, I, I like where this team is going. I've said that all year, but I like where it's going. You can see where it's going for once. They're not just a big merry-go-round of, of run plays. You can actually see what Jeff Collins' vision is. Maybe you guys can't see it. I, I could see it. I, I think you guys can. And the fact that you've stuck with him, I think it's going to pay dividends. I think this team is going to do some good things. I think they're at least looking at a bowl this year, maybe a little better. We'll see what happens. They're in a they're in the weird side of the ACC, but uh, like I said, really like the effort. Really like the effort. There was only a few little times when just it just it, the effort was always there. The execution was not always, but it was just a small percentage of the time. Great game by Tech. I know they appreciate the Catamounts who gave them a, a solid contest as well, but uh, Tech ends up getting their first win. Now, they will be facing the Old Miss Rebels this weekend, and we will talk more about that game after this break. We will tell you about our friends from betonline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we are back here on Up with the White and Gold. I am Jeremy the Impact York. GT John Watts is not here this week. He will be back hopefully next week. He had uh, some stuff he needed to take care of. Uh, and uh, all is all is well. So we hope to see him back next week. We just told you about the great win, thirty-five to seventeen, over Western Carolina, and uh, no sleep for the weary, as Georgia Tech will welcome in number twenty, Ole Miss, the Ole Miss Rebels. This game is at three thirty. This Saturday on ABC, I will be in transit to the Georgia State game at the time that this game starts. But I am hoping to uh, catch part of it there, and um, I, I'll watch it when I get back. Everybody knows that. But uh, this is this is a good test. You thought Clemson was a good test. Ole Miss is going to be a good test because I think overall Georgia Tech and what they do is closer to Ole Miss skill-wise, talent-wise, than Clemson. We know Clemson's going to get slightly bigger recruits. That happens. Slightly better recruits. That happens. I still think that if Georgia Tech played Clemson again, they could uh, probably defeat them. But Ole Miss comes in being 2-0. and With wins over Troy, which uh, picked against them in, and, and Central Arkansas, where they just smashed them. Uh, Troy gave them a pretty good game. But they come in 2-0, which is only going to help them. Here are their outstanding players. Jackson Dart is the quarterback. He is 28 for 42 for 336. His longest pass is 51 yards. Uh, he has three touchdowns and one interception. They have a couple other ones that have got some work, too. But uh, Dart is the guy. Who does Dark throw to? Well, he loves his top target. Jonathan Mingo. Jonathan Mingo has six catches for 129 yards. Has uh, not found the end zone yet. Uh, Wade is also one of his uh, bigger targets. Five catches, 68 yards. But seems to be in the red zone, or seems to be when he gets close to the end zone. Uh, Malik Heath. Is the guy that uh, he really likes five catches, 69, 67 yards, two touchdowns there, and uh, Trigg, the tight end, nine catches, 61 yards, and three touchdowns to him. His three five or his five passing touchdowns are to those two players. Now they got some rushers. old Miss likes to run the ball, very old school in the way they will, they will like to pound the rock. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins. Is one of their top running backs along with Zach Evans. Judkins, 24 attempts, 191 and a touchdown. Evans, 31 attempts, 183 and a touchdown. And uh, Bentley, the fourth, actually has two touchdowns along with Mingo and Altmeyer, who is uh, the backup quarterback. Uh, they've accounted for 11 total touchdowns on the offense. Uh, Cruz, their main kicker, has 10 extra points. He has 10 for 10 there and 1 for 1 on field goals. It was from a 41. He has counted for 13 points. And uh Shane Felt is the backup kicker, and he has two extra points to his name. Got some work in there. Defensively, we have to watch out for the linebacker, Coleman. He has two and a half sacks on the year. We have to watch out for Ivy, the defensive end. He has one and a half. Tennyson, the safety, has one. And uh, I think it's Pakes, the defensive tackle, has one as well. Interception-wise, um, Young, Battle, and Jerkins all have one apiece. They, Their defensive backs are going to try to take some Opportunities, but you know, I, I think very much their run defense is what's going to be um, their bread and butter here. The tackle monsters are Johnston, or Johnson, Brown, and Reese, and. Trying to find, Yep, and their coach, Lane Kiffin, one of my favorite coaches, is uh, going to have them ready to play uh, for sure. Now, what do I think Georgia Tech can do to beat them? Well, for one, let's look at some of the stats. Sims on the air, 31 for 53 for 264 and a touchdown. Not bad. Him packing on 20 or 30 pounds in the offseason has definitely uh, paid off, as uh, he also has 21 attempts for 89 yards. Um, McCullum and McDuffie chipping in with a little bit of runs, and the uh, touchdown apiece has uh, done some good things. But uh, Dante Smith, 20 attempts. 132 yards, three touchdowns. He is going to be key. I know I told you their run defense is pretty good, but getting Smith and maybe McDuffie started early would be uh, one of the keys to victory in my opinion because that's going to open up the passing game where like McCollum, who has seven catches for 72 yards, EJ Jenkins has four catches for 47 yards and a touchdown. It is the long receiving touchdown on this team that needs to change. That's going to be part number two. The run game is going to open up the pass game. So let's work on the run game. And when the pass game opens, let's find receivers in the end zone. That's, that's key number two. And then key number three, you know, Kelly's doing good with his kicks One for three on-field goals. I'm I'm fine with that because he had a 45-yarder. He said all of his extra points. Uh, Ellie and Thomas with their sacks. But we need to get Keon White involved early. He leads the team with three sacks. Moore and Stone also have one as well. Uh, We need to get... White involved very early on the defensive line. If he can get after, he can get after the quarterback early and make him at least scramble around. Doesn't always have to be sacks. If you can make him panic, then that's going to open it up for people like uh, Charlie Thomas and Allen and uh, defensive back Sims, who have the interception. It's going to open it up for the chance to pick him off and turn that into uh, some solid points. Old Miss is ranked number 20. Does that mean that Georgia Tech stands no chance? No, that that doesn't mean that at all. What that means is, is there's a fancy little number attached to Old Miss. But Old Miss versus Georgia Tech, very old school battle. I think you're going to see a lot of runs. It's going to be a very quick game. But when they open it up to the passing, we will see um, what – becomes of that. And I I think Georgia tech holds the advantage. So to recap, my three keys to the game need to establish the run early, especially with your top rusher in doing so it's going to open up key. Number two, let's find some receivers in the end zone. And number three, we've got to get the, uh, pass rush in early. That is going to open up opportunities for the defensive backs, to uh, make better plays and uh, and win the turnover battle. I think that's very much what's going to happen here. A lot of people get scared when they see that their opponent has numbers beside their name. I don't think Georgia Tech is one of those teams. Hopefully, you guys think the same. You probably do if you listen to this show. But remember, 3.30 on ABC, this game is going to kick off Ole Miss at Bobby Dodd Stadium as uh, the Yellow Jackets will welcome him in. But we're to the end of the show. Appreciate you guys tuning in for another great edition of Up with the White and Gold. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. As I said, GT John Watts will be back next week, I'm pretty sure. Either way, we'll all be. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. Go Jackets.